Star Wars 7x7, episode 336 today. The conversation gets a bit deep with Mike and Joa from the Cantina cast and Tim from the Expanded Fandomverse, and yours truly, of course. But it also gets a little silly, too, in talking about Kanan the Last Paddle on number two. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And we're going to jump right in. This is the last of the three excerpt episodes from the Expanded Comic First, episode number five, which is now available on the Expanded Fandom Versus iTunes and Stitcher feeds and anywhere else you want to pick up your podcasts. And Joa and Mike from the Cantina cast as guests are on board. And Joa is talking in this excerpt about whether Depa Balaba was able to fight a lot harder than her fellow Jedi when they were all getting mowed down under Order 66. And she's like, she's like really knowledgeable. Like, you know, I think it's going back to the, the first issue where uh, Kanan kind of brings up, you know, I can't believe you're questioning that the council, you know, the overall council and, and Mike updated this profile picture on Facebook tonight with that quote where she's saying, you know, you know, you need to enjoy what you're doing now that, that whole uh, scripture she was saying or whatever, uh, enjoy what you're doing now, but don't, you know, but learn to let go of that. I mean, we always bang on the Jedi for like being like, you know, we're kind of like Palpatine. We're like, yeah, like that dogmatic view, like that was just going to get them in trouble eventually. You got to let, you know, you got to let these guys graze the grass every once in a while. But this chick, she's got it figured out, I think. And she's like how the Jedi should have been acting. Uh, she's kind of that Qui-Gon type of Jedi, I feel. That's how it, it's like, look, yes, I'm the ideals, the more the morals of the Jedi, but thinking outside the box at the same time. And I think that's what she uh, taught the Kanan. So I really enjoyed uh, her character. So no, I don't find it surprising at all that, and and she's teaching him throughout, like she's constantly training something we don't see uh, a whole lot of in anything where you're actually training the apprentice besides like, I've read a lot of it in fan fiction uh, where you'll get these training sessions with master and apprentice. And it's mostly for dialogue purposes, but now we actually get it, uh, you know, with professional, you know, artists and writers and, and you're seeing it, uh, you know, happen right in front of your eyes. And I thought it was really cool. And, uh, like Mike said, you know, the best one, I, I, you know, I'm back and forth on rebels. I've always been back and forth on clone wars, but after two issues, yeah, this, this is pretty good stuff. And I'm really, I'm really liking where it's going and I'm not surprised at all that she could, uh, hold her own for five pages against the clones. And you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, um, I'm jumping in because you mentioned Qui Gon, and I, you know, I thought that was really kind of crazy because I was thinking about him in relation to this too, but um, almost in a little bit of the opposite feeling. I was thinking back to the Phantom Menace, and when he's fighting Darth Maul, like there's that moment where he just kind of stops and holds up a little bit, like some, like something has just occurred to him just before he gets killed by, um, by Darth Maul. And it occurred to me that maybe the Jedi have, like, a sense of this is what's about to happen. And um, maybe the reason why we see most of them go down so quickly is because they realize that this is about to happen and there is no way to fight it. 
so they're just going to you know let themselves be shot and get it over with. But perhaps this is not how Depa Balaba is thinking, and because of the fact that she thinks so differently, Joy, as you mentioned, um, that she would not treat it as I'm you know I'm, we're just not going to go gently into that good night, so to speak. We're going to fight this for all it's worth and and see whether we can come out of it and find out whether the force is actually right in saying that we're all just going to die or, you know, or maybe something else is going to happen depending on our interaction with it. I think she had kind of a, a, a different take on it compared to the rest of the Jedi. And I think that might have influenced why we're seeing, you know, more fight from her than we did from anybody else. Yeah. But Yoda sensed it coming and he, fought, and he was one of the most dogmatic of the Jedi. So I don't know. You know what I mean? It was like, if anyone's going to let it happen, you would think it would be Yoda, but no, he, he put up a fight. Well, yeah, I mean, was, uh, yeah, go ahead. He didn't Joe. sense it. Maybe that, maybe he didn't sense that was his time though. Uh, at the same okay. time, if if we're talking, if we're talking in the, I mean, these are very, uh, I, I even feel like, <laughs> you know, you're getting into all of this. I, I feel like it's almost, uh, almost a more sensitive subject than some of the other stuff we've joked about, because I, I feel like, you know, you're talking about, you know, when is it my time to go and this and that, that's almost in the force, you know, you can compare it to religion, but I, I feel like that that's almost what it's almost a comparison to is like, well, you know, when you lose a loved one, well, when it was their time, that's what everybody tells you, right? Did them this, that, the other, uh, you know, it's what people say, but not what the, the people who miss them the most want to hear maybe at the time. So, um, it, but it's supposed to be this consoling thing, and I think maybe that's where that idea comes from. But I, I don't know. I don't. I, maybe just Yoda said, "Well, no, I, I got to go live twenty years in exile and torture myself." So I, I don't know. I mean, there's there's credence so to he, both he, of it, I guess. But he did like the the, the dude in uh, what's that Dan Brown movie? Uh, oh, there where he took the thing and he would torture himself. Is that what he was doing, Joe? In his time of exile, he was. Whipping himself and like the taking the thing and, and pulling I don't, out his I don't leg. Think, I don't think Yoda was a Catholic. Uh, like that, uh, what was it? The <laughs> Da Vinci Code. I, whatever, yes, thank you. Yeah, the, I couldn't well, even say, Da Vinci I'm Code, losing. but he was a very extreme. Silas, uh, I think his name was, if I recall. Yeah, right. I think that's well, actually, that was Vision, by the way, in Avengers. That was Vision, the actor. Oh, you just ruined all it right. all for me. Thanks, Joe. Goodbye. No, okay. <laughs> So that's going to do it for our excerpt series. Thank you so much to Joa and Mike, and please do check out the Cantina cast because it's a barrel of fun, just like they were on the expanded comic verse. And do check out the expanded fandom versus feed because that's where you're going to find this episode of the expanded comic verse in its full glory. We got a quick second for trivia. Last time we asked you what the first type of ship Darth Vader destroyed during the first Death Star battle was, and it was a Y-Wing. Today's question, who would seek Darth Vader out in time, according to the Emperor? Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Star Wars 7x7. If you like nice men, leave me a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It makes a huge difference in the life of a brand new podcast and helps me get in front of more awesome people like you. And don't forget to go to SW7x7.com for show notes and swag, plus our Star Wars breaking news Twitter feed. I am not a committee. I am Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.